Welcome to Today with Marilyn and Sarah. Oh my goodness, we are so happy to have you with us today. I was praying about our time together, and I love this verse. It's a totally cool, encouraging verse, and it is in Psalms 46, verse 1. It might be a little familiar to you, but there's a little tweak on it that will very much encourage you. It says, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. But when you look at it a little bit in the, in the Hebrew, it says, God is our refuge and strength, and he is readily, abundantly available to help in tight places. God is abundantly available to help in tight places. Are you in some situations that are a little tight, that are kind of squeezing you in? You know, they're really pushing you the envelope. You heard a bad report from a doctor or your kids did something blah, that just drive you up the wall or maybe you've had some struggles with a mate. Just all kinds of issues that can make us in tight places. Well, God is abundantly available to help us in tight places. So hop on the phone, get on the website. We want to pray for you that you would sense, realize, and see God's abundant help available to you in all of those tight spaces. There's no space too small or too big or too tight for God to, to be impossible for God. He can do everything. So hop on the phone, get on the website. And you know, Mom, I know that when we press into God uh, and really open the door and say, God, help, I need help. Right. I think He waits for that opportunity. I do too. And I think it puts us at a place of expectation mm -hmm. that God is going to move and do something. And he really honors expectation. Yeah, and I think when you have negative expectations, you have negative results. As a man thinketh, mm -hmm. so is he. Yep. So if you're always doubting, well, can God do it, or will mm -hmm. he do it, or am I good enough for him to do it? Yep. Then I think you put that doubt in there. But if you can get into a place, I am expecting a miracle, mm -hmm. that is key. Yep. And you know, the expecting a miracle, Mom, I think I see this really developed well in Moses. Yes. You know, I think Moses had the expectation in his heart, God wants to use me to do something big and, and significant. And, and you know, he tried in his own strength when he was 40, killed the Egyptian, had to run away in the wilderness 40 right. years. But when God spoke to him in the burning bush, um, there was some expectancy that started to, to maybe waken again stir right. up in his heart where right. he thought maybe that was a dead dream. Maybe that was an impossibility. And, you know, he had that conversation with God and basically wrestled with God. True. You know, and, uh, you know, they're not going to believe me and gave God all these reasons why this isn't going to work. Right. But finally crossed the line and said, okay, I trust you, God. I'm going to put my confidence in you. And I think watching Moses walk through those conversations with God, especially initially, are super encouraging to help us with uh, expectancy. And, you know, I think uh, when Michael went into all of the drug scene when he was about 16, you know, I really stood on Scripture. Mm -hmm. And uh, I took Proverbs 11:21, the seed of the righteous shall be delivered. And so I put my expectancy in that Scripture. And see, that's what Moses did. He put his expectancy in what God said to him. Well, if I looked, it didn't look very good. Mm -hmm. But, you know, Sarah... God, he just has such creative ways. And a man in our church said, I know a drug-free program I'd like to get your son into. Are you okay? I said, if he will do it. Mm -hmm. And he got him into that, would go and see him, mentored him. And when Mike came out, he didn't do drugs. He didn't do alcohol. So that Proverbs 11:21 kept me into an expectancy. Now, that doesn't mean I didn't droop a little sometimes. Sure. But... I, it kept me there, 
And I think that is so key that we have to go back, say what God says, even ooh, when everything is falling apart, as a man thinketh. So if you think it's going to fall apart, you keep thinking that, thinking that, thinking it, it is. Mm -hmm. But if you begin to just think what God says, and for me to say it is very important. I want to give another example, Sarah. Sure. You know, recently I was going to go do a meeting in a certain city, and I said some negative things about the meeting. I said, you know, blah, blah, blah. I, did, I won't say what I said, but it was negative. And so I'm talking to someone on the phone right before I went to sleep. Well, I know you really are excited about going there. I said, no, I'm not really. Blah, 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 blah. And then I had this awful dream about being there and how everything fell apart. So I said to the Lord the next morning, why did I dream that horrible dream? He said, because of what you spoke before you went to right. sleep influences your dream life. Well, Sarah, I made a list of statements of what God's Word says, and that was one of the best meetings I ever had. Yep. I remember because I talked with you about it too, and you were like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I know. no, 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 you like this person, you like, and these are the right. great things. And, 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 and I think expectancy, encouraging each other oh, with expectancy absolutely. is super, super helpful. And you may be discouraged right now, and maybe your expectancy is kind of low, and you think, well, it's just all negative, it's all grim, it's all discouraging. Well, get on the phone, get on the website. We want to pray for you that God would encourage you. And, and I know this program will encourage you as well. That's part of our heart is to encourage you and to strengthen that expectancy. And I think one of the key things for expectancy, Mom, is focus. Right. And what focus, you focus is on. huge. What you focus yep, on. Yep, yep. And you can focus on all the bad reports. You can focus on the negativity. You can focus on the discouragement. You can focus on the words, the conversations. I mean, I, I look at Mike, my brother, yes. and, and there were lots of reasons, <laughs> ample, ample opportunities for you and Dad to get discouraged with him. And I would hear you from time to time. Yes. And it was nice because when you were discouraged, Dad would be up. And when <laughs> right. Dad was discouraged, you right. would be up. And it right. was nice. And just as, you know, watching in the, in the home, I was like, yeah, that's kind of cool to watch that happen. And I found that. I remember when I was doing my student teaching, uh, I thought, oh, I just need an A for this whole quarter. That would really, really help me. So I began to pray and believe God. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And it's very important that you take Scripture into your life and take the Word into your life. So I can do all things through Christ. Well, I went to that school. God gave me favor. And I got an A. And that just took my overall grade average into the sky. But I had an expectancy. I didn't go in there and think, well, I don't know Spanish well enough, and I probably won't do that well. And, you know, those doubts came to my mind, but you don't have to let them stay there. You don't have to. And I notice, Sarah, if I say things when my mind is saying the opposite, mm -hmm. if I say them with my mouth, pretty soon my mind gets in line with it. I think speaking the Word is so key. And I would encourage you just to call in and speak a promise you know, and let the prayer warrior, we don't take counseling time, just listen to your promise because the word overcomes the enemy and it's you speaking it. And you know, Mom, in Second Corinthians 10 verse 5, 
It says we are destroying speculations, every lofty thing raised against the knowledge of God, and we take captive every thought to the obedience of Christ. And there are a lot of thoughts that exalt themselves over oh, the, the Lordship of Christ. Oh, that's not going to happen. Oh, that's impossible. Oh, that doctor's right. You know, oh, you have this predisposition, genetic predisposition. It's in your family heritage, right. you know, all of that stuff. And those are all things that try and exalt themselves over the knowledge of Jesus. And you take those captive and you say, no, I'm not. And, and I think what's super important, and you said this, is to use the Word of God. Let the Word of God, not only do you take it captive, but you replace it. And I think speaking to the thought, here's the thought. What are you doing? Well, I have this negative thought. I'm going to fail in this situation. Mm -hmm. So I say to this thought, no, I'm not going to fail because he causes me to triumph in all things. And so you speak the word to the thought. And it says, what shall we say to these things that are against us? We'll say it sometimes to people, and that's not wrong. But say it to the thought itself. Because it begins to change your thought life. Right. And speak the word to the thought. Exactly. And speak the, the word itself, the promise. Right. And it says God's word is sharp, sharper than a two-edged That's sword, right. doesn't return void. In the beginning was the word, the word is with God, the word was God, the word became flesh and dwelt among us. So God's word is strong, is powerful, is creative. And when we speak the word to those things, um, that's what changes it. It does. And sometimes, Sarah, when I haven't felt well, I would call people who needed healing and, you know, to pray with them. And they would say to me, how are you? And then I would say, I'm telling you, this promise says that he is my health. He is my Jehovah Rapha. He's my healer. I am fine. And I would provoke them to ask me so I could say what the promise was. Mm -hmm. And Sarah, it's awesome. I mean, I remember one time when I was having a real problem with depression and every night I would call this one person and she would say to me, well, how are you? And I'd say, well, you know, I had kind of a medium day and she would say something very positive, very strong. And then one time I called her and I said, well, it was a bad day. She got very emphatic with me. She said, this is your last bad day. So I wrote it down. This is my last bad day. It was. It was. Hmm. Depression left me. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. And I encourage you to call in. If you're having a problem with depression, come on. You don't need to linger on that. As a man thinketh, so is he. Start saying what God's word says and get prayer. The anointing can break the yoke. And mom, I think one of the things in your life that has been such a significant um, pillar for you is memorizing the Word. Oh, yes. And doing that on a consistent, regular, True. daily basis. And I see that in your life. I see that in my life. Yeah. Because there are times, there are times that it's just natural in many True. respects to get discouraged, to look at situations, to, you know, whatever. And you get tired. I mean, jet lag, oh, sure. you know, or you got <laughs> yeah. some kind of bug or flu or this or that and all kinds of stuff. But I've seen you for decades memorizing the Word of God. Right. Right. And every time that you're in the Word of God, mm -hmm. your heart's good, your attitude's good, your outlook's good, you're encouraged, you're strengthened, and the miraculous seems to flow more smoothly. Oh, it does. Mm -hmm. It's the key to the miraculous, because what's happening? You have doubt and you have faith. So what are you feeding, the doubt or the faith? And when you're saying the Word, meditating on the Word, you're feeding the faith, and the faith gets greater. 
than the doubt. Hey, are you speaking doubts? Are you speaking faith? Be sure faith is your greatest speaking. We'll be right back. One of the most wonderful principles known to man is called the miracle principle. It has revolutionized the lives of many people who have learned its secret and how to put it into practice. Six words describe the principle. Expect a miracle, make miracles happen. For your gift of any amount, we want to send you Expect a Miracle, Make Miracles Happen, a life-changing booklet from Norman Vincent Peale. For your gift of $15, we will also send you Maryland's new CD, Miracle Thinking, which will teach you the benefits of a renewed life through positive thoughts and actions. Expect great things from God, and you will receive great things from God. Turn the negatives in your life into positive blessings and miraculous victory. Don't miss this powerful resource. Expect a miracle. Make miracles happen by believing in God and by believing in yourself. Always remember you are packed full of potential miracles put there by one who knows you better than anyone, the Lord God, the Creator who made you. Call or click today. I am always having people come to me and say, when are you going to take a team to Australia? When are you going to go to Australia? I mean, they focus on Australia. So Sarah and I are focusing on taking a team to Australia. And we would love for you to go. And when we go, you know, we see many things, and that's good, Ayers Rock and so on, Great Barrier Reef. But we minister. So we have opportunities to minister. And I don't like to minister alone. I like to have a whole team with me. How about you? It's good. And Mom, not only are we going to Australia, but we're also going to Singapore. And we're going to have some ministry opportunities in Singapore and see some cool things in Singapore, too. Such a beautiful, beautiful country. So I want to encourage you, hop on the phone, get on the website. Number one, we want to pray for you. But number two, we want to encourage you to come along and join this trip with us. It's going to be the trip of a lifetime. It'll turn you upside down. You'll never be the same. How do you make miracles happen? If you expect a miracle, you're on the side of the miraculous. But if you expect nothing in particular, that's probably what you're going to get, is nothing in particular. I found a book when I was cleaning out my recipe books, and I thought, this book is so old. And I read it, I thought, oh, this is the most awesome book. It says, expect a miracle, make miracles happen. There is a principle to the miraculous. And this book is by Norman Vincent Peale. So you know how old it is. And here I had stuck it in a recipe book. I sat down, I read it, I thought, everyone I know needs this book. It, is, it just puts you into a level of faith that why shouldn't you expect a miracle? I remember when I started to go through the change of life and my mother said to me, Oh, that's a picnic. I said, well, how did you go through it? She said, I just said every day, every change is a change for the better. And I sailed through it in a year. And I would, would say to you, I really felt better. Expect a miracle. If you will call in right now, I want you to have this. And this is for any gift. Is that right? Right. And we can get it on the website, too. Oh, yes. Just hop on yes. the website and, and uh, say, I want to I get this. And this will make you think of Hebrews 11. All those wonderful people in Hebrews 11, we say, oh, this is so wonderful, this is so wonderful, but they expected a miracle. What is that principle? Expectation. This will help you as much as anything I know. I just keep it with me. I read it. I just say, okay, God, I need the miraculous, and I'm on the page of expecting. 
call us. Call us right away. I know this is for you. And, and also the website. And, you know, Mom, the principles in here, uh, you can see them applied in many respects with Moses. Oh, yes. And looking at Moses' Absolutely. life, you know, and, and how he, he expected miracles. And he put himself, he was in positions where he, there was nothing but a miracle. Nothing would solve the situation but a miracle. You think about the Israelites when they were at the Red Sea and Pharaoh was chasing them in Exodus chapter 14. And the Israelites is an interesting contrast because the Israelites had a mindset. They expected, they expected to be murdered. And it says in verses 12 and 13, it should have been better. We should have stayed in Egypt and been killed there than to die here in the wilderness. They expected negative. They expected to die. They expected to be killed by Pharaoh. But there's a contrast between them and Moses. And a lot of the contrast that you see, and this helps us in, in our thinking, expect a miracle, make miracles happen. Of course, you get on the website, get on, on the phone, call and get this. It will really help you a whole bunch. And, and this kind of sets up the mindset that you can see with Moses. Because Moses, he didn't fall into that trap of negative and, yeah, it's all grim. It's going down the toilet. We should have just stayed back there. Let's quit. Okay, let's surrender. Let's go back. We'll be slaves all over again. Moses didn't do that. Moses said in verse 13, Stand and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will accomplish for you today. That's expectancy. I expect a miracle. I expect God to do something fantastic here. And, and when you look back, I think Moses probably encouraged himself and said, look back at the hand of God. Look back at those 10 plagues. Oh, look back yes. at how God helped me with Pharaoh. Look back at my own personal shortcomings. You know, I'm slow of speech. I can't speak well. You know, my own lack of confidence, my own rejection mindset. Look back at how God has helped me and helped me and helped me. And it starts to turn that expectancy. You turn it off of yourself, off of the situation, off of the negativity, and on to God. And that's what he did. Verse 14, in Exodus 14, says, The Lord will fight for you while you keep silent. I know. <laughs> Be quiet. Don't speak the doubt, Stop please. Stop talking. Shut up. <laughs> and he's, I think he did that on purpose. You all need to just shut your mouths because it's not helping anything. You're not expecting a miracle. You're expecting to be murdered out here. So, and I just encourage you, we can, we can fall into that trap. We can easily fall into the same trap as the Israelites, but hop on the phone, get on the website, grab this little booklet. And what I love about this little booklet, Mom, is it's short. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, you can Because I don't have it. a lot of time. Yeah, you can read it mm -hmm. at one sitting. And what it sure. does, it ups your expectancy. Mm -hmm. Because it has a story in here of a woman and her husband and two little children, three actually, that were in a terrible, terrible storm. And it blew off the roof of their house. I mean, this is really something. And you can't tell the rest of it because they have to get the book. <laughs> Oh, Sarah, that's so hard for me I not know, to tell I you. I know, it's but it's fault. really good. It's really good. Yes. You have to get oh. on the phone. You have to get oh. to the website. I'm going to cliffhang it, Mom, because yes. you have to get it. I mean, just <laughs> flat out, you have to get it. You're like, that's awful. I know. But my thinking is this. It's short. You can read it while you're picking up your kids, waiting to pick up your kids from school. True. Set it in the bathroom. We all have bathroom reading material. All yes. of this. I mean, just get, get the booklet because, you know, I'm not going to let her tell you the rest of it. You have to get the booklet. <laughs> That's really ugly, isn't it? It's her fault. No, it's helpful. It's I'm helpful. expecting a miracle. You're expecting them to call in. <laughs> I want to share with you, though, when I've lived on the side of expectancy, and people always tell you what you can't do. 
you can't do this, you know, you can't go on the radio, you can't do television, uh, you're a woman, you don't have seminary, you don't have a Bible education, you're just a foreign language teacher. But you know, folks, God thinks you can do anything. Does he really think that? That's what he says. And I want to encourage you, whatever area you really have strong doubt in about yourself, I want you to pick up the phone, call us. Of course, we love to pray with you, but get the booklet. And I like this, that this woman faced doubt, but <laughs> she kept her faith. And you may be facing mountains of doubt and circumstances, but if you can keep your expectancy in Jesus for a miracle, this will help you as much as anything I've ever read. I read it all the time. And you know how I'm always giving it out. Sure. I just love it. Sure. And, I, and again, it's short and very concise, right. super encouraging, and especially, and all of us have times and seasons in our life when we get discouraged. Oh, yeah. That's just the truth. True. We get discouraged with whatever we see, hear, feel, all that stuff. And these are great little resources to kind of pump you back up. Right. To redo that focus. Because sometimes you just need kind of like a reset. Or in computers, they call it reboot, you know, and you just start over. Okay, wait a second. I'm going to reset and come back to faith. I'm going to come back to expecting God to do good things. I'm going to come back to what the Bible says. Because if the Word says it, then that's ultimate truth. truth. Not how I feel. Not the facts. God's Word is truth and changes everything. It flat out changes everything. Sarah, I have had people say to me, you know, you could never be physically active, you know, because had <laughs> an enlarged heart. What can you do for that? Nothing. And even my mother would say to me, you know, Wally, be sure she gets a nap. Her disposition really gets bad if she doesn't get enough rest. And so I heard this most of my life. You know, you need to rest, you need to rest. And I remember when I first got married and I began to expect God to give me a new heart. I thought, you know, his spare parts in heaven. And so I began to claim that and God gave me a new heart. I'm almost 82. I'm more active now even than in my 30s. Why? Because the doctors always say to, this to me when I get an examination. You have the most wonderful heart. Well, I have a new one. But it came out of expectancy. And maybe you have a real need of healing, you know, a real need of expectancy even for a loved one. I want you to get on the phone right away and get this, expect a miracle, make miracles happen. Can we make miracles happen? Is that really true? You will see that this is really true. You must have it. Call right now. Yep, call, get on the website, and really, really great, encouraging thoughts. And right. the other thing too, Mom, and one of the things I love about you, is whenever you read something good, you buy three to five of them, pass <laughs> them around do. all your friends, and I then do. it kind of does a snowball oh, effect. Do. Everybody gets it. And yeah. So I just encourage you, you know, get on the phone, get on the website. This will be super, super helpful to you. Encourage your faith, boost you up. And you probably know a person that maybe you'd like to give this to, or, or at least call them and say, hey, you need to pick this up. This will really boost up your faith. And I just encourage you that God can do anything. Luke 1:37. nothing is impossible with God. And understand that at the very core of God, that God loves you. God cares for you. God has a hope and a future for you. He wants good things for you and not bad things for you. You are the apple of his eye. And when you wake up in the morning, he's really excited. Oh, she's awake. Oh, he's stirring around. He loves you like nobody on the whole planet loves you. And he has good things for you, plans for you, a good future for you, 
good dreams in his heart for you and is waiting to share those good things with you. So if you're discouraged or depressed in any way, get on the phone, get on the website. We want to pray for you. And really at the very core of your heart, you have to know that God is for you. And if God is for you, then who can be against you? And God is for you because God loves you. One of the most wonderful principles known to man is called the miracle principle. It has revolutionized the lives of many people who have learned its secret and how to put it into practice. Six words describe the principle. Expect a miracle, make miracles happen. For your gift of any amount, we want to send you Expect a Miracle, Make Miracles Happen, a life-changing booklet from Norman Vincent Peale. For your gift of $15, we will also send you Marilyn's new CD, Miracle Thinking, which will teach you the benefits of a renewed life through positive thoughts and actions. Expect great things from God, and you will receive great things from God. Turn the negatives in your life into positive blessings and miraculous victory. Don't miss this powerful resource. Expect a miracle. Make miracles happen by believing in God and by believing in yourself. Always remember you are packed full of potential miracles put there by one who knows you better than anyone, the Lord God, the Creator who made you. Call or click today. The Bible says healing is the bread of the children. So today, I want you to eat some bread, bread of healing. Where do you need healing in your body? Let's believe God for that because it really is our bread. It was purchased in the atonement. So we need to claim what the Bible says we can have. So I'm going to ask you to put your hand on any area of your body that you need healing. I, I love to pray for the sick. So put your hand, it's on your, you say, I have 10 things. Put your hand on top of your head. We'll just believe for everything. So Father, in the name of Jesus, I send the word into this body that heals it, delivers it from every destruction. And in Jesus' name, I speak wholeness. Amen. Now, I believe you've received, but you need to act in faith. Don't look for your sickness. Look for your miracle and stand in faith for it. This is very important. Now, this is the way I stand. I not only stand for healing, but health. Because when I look at Jehovah Rapha, it has to do with health. And Moses received the revelation of that name, and he lived to 120. His eye didn't get dim. His natural force was not abated. Why? Because he knew that there was healing and health for him, and he lived in it. So why don't you just call in right now and say, hey, 
I am believing for healing in my body. Name the place. Don't take a long time and say, I am believing for health. And maybe you have a loved one on your heart who needs healing or who needs health. Then give us those names and we're going to pray and just say, Marilyn told me to call in today for healing and health. And we're going to stand in faith and see great miracles. <laughs> 